0: Welcome to my first podcast. <sighs> Never in a million years did I think I would be doing this, but here I am. Here you guys are, and we're about to embark on this journey together. And I'm pretty nervous, but I'm also super excited. Um, So... When I first decided to do a podcast, it started a little bit in like December of 2019. I woke up one morning and I was like, oh my God, I should start a podcast because like, you know, podcast seems cool. But like I wasn't in it for like any fame or notoriety. But if that comes with it, then that's cool. (laughs) But I wanted to do a podcast that was I thought different. Um I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um I have a couple friends that do podcasts and you know I get different. I see some differences in the things that they talk about, but um I mostly most of them that I listen to, they all talk about the shade room or regurgitate something that you see on Hollywood unlocked. And I was just kind of like, I don't want a podcast that's like that. I kind of want a podcast that's something where you could just open up a space for some type of learning, for some type of healing, and just a space where me as the person that's presenting this to you and you as audience feel that. You're not alone, because I feel like with a lot of podcasts that I've listened to, they spew out all these ways to be great and do great and feel good and unlock success. And you're just like, but give me the real, like, just be real with me, like, you know, keep it 100. And I felt like that's something I should do. So I'm going to start off by introducing myself. So my name is Jylan, but everyone calls me Jai. And that's literally because nobody could pronounce my six-letter name. <laughs> They'll always are like, Jalen, Jylene. Can I call you Jay? And I'm just like, you could call me Jai. You know what? Just call me Jai. So I guess it'd be fair for you guys to just call me Jai. That's what everyone calls me, anyways. Um and I'm currently in college. I'm in my junior year. Two more semesters to go, and then I'll be done. And I will no longer have that stress because, girl, I do not need that negativity in my life. Because, <laughs> whew, last semester tried me and tried to snatch out my edges, and I wasn't feeling that. So, um, I'm actually kind of nervous and am I all over the place, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but I'm actually a philosophy major, which is really weird because when people think of philosophy majors, they're like, oh, so you want to be Socrates. You want to sit and think or cause trouble. And I'm just like, no. I just have I just want answers to some of the biggest questions that I have, you know? <laughs> so uh no I'm not going to be Socrates. I have plans. But like, as of right now, I don't know about those plans because I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I'm hot messing the dress. And maybe one day, one day down the line, I'll figure it out. But for right now, I'll just be 20 and be like, I have the time to figure it out. And yes, I know people are going to drag me, but you're not going to be 20 forever. Okay, girl, I know, but that's not for right now. Right now, I'm going to just be in the moment and I'm going to live. And I'm just going to be 20 and I'll figure it out probably by the end of this semester or next semester. But um, yeah, um, so my podcast, I don't plan on talking about social media really because I'm kind of over social media and I'm on- honestly over everybody talking about social media. Like you're talking about a whole bunch of people that run around with money that damn sure don't got the problems of me and you guys. So I'm not even gonna waste the time. The shit that they be doing, they got the money to be doing it. So I'm just mind my pay grade and sit my ass down and just talk because that's just how I, (laughs) that's just how I am because I'm not entertaining it. That is not what I need, but I also want a different podcast from what I've heard. And I feel like there's so many podcasts that reports on stuff like that, that if you want to get real with me and then chill with some ratchetness. Going right ahead and I ain't even gonna tell you no. So um yeah. Um so for some weeks I kind of battled on what to do my first episode of podcast on. Like I asked my best friend, I told her topic, but I was like, Oh, that's so deep. Like, you know, I wanna work my way up to that one because I feel like there's so many people that have that opinion or maybe there's some people that i could educate on that um so i was gonna start off light but because since it's the new year and with new years people are learning to let go of the the year before they're starting to incorporate new goals they're like trying out new things and like whatever so on and so forth but uh Yeah, um, I thought it would be really cool to talk about my three A's that I have for myself. Um, I actually came up with this um, at the end of 2019. Um, 2019 was a big year of growth, healing. I mean, it broke me down. 2019 yoked me up punched me in my eye, and then told me to get my shit together at the end of it. And I guess this is where I am. That's where this epiphany came from. So I'm going to start there. Um, so my three A's is for how I'm conquering my pain, my grief, and how it's helping me to heal. Like, this is not perfect, and I'm pretty sure it's going to shift by the time you know, probably by the time I'm 21, because life throws uh, (laughs) curveballs at you. But this is from what I've gathered in the past three years, because in the past three years, I did experience a really huge loss where that person who is my mom left. She had died and I did not know who i was i could not find my footing in this world i could not everything that she like told me that i could be and all the encouragement and the love like i just could not like go back to the person i was before she had passed like i could not take in those words I was not absorbing those words, and I literally was struggling. Like, I literally was in a space where I did not know who I was. I was doing things that I probably would have never done, but because I was just trying to find something to cling on to or something that, remin like, reminisced or you know, reminded me of what I once knew. I tried so hard in so many spaces with so many different people and so many different actions to find. And I think I struggled with all of it because I didn't know who I was. And there was so many layers to that. And I feel like when people Talk about grief and when people talk about pain, they make it so textbook, so literal, and you're just like, you know, it's like a three like a three month step. Like, yeah, one month one, you're gonna be super sad, and month two, you're gonna be, you know, grieving. And then month three, you're gonna be fucking great. And you're just like, No, no, that's that's not. Like it took me three years to get to a place where I feel like I'm on some steady ground and I scratched the surface on who I am and what I realized and what I had to learn, but I'm not fully there and that's okay because that's just life. Because not always are you going to have the same experiences. So I think it's super important for me to incorporate the one, the three steps that kind of helped me and the one method that actually worked because I've gone to counseling, I've gone to therapy, I've gone to family members, I've gone to friends, and I've gone on to my mom's friends who, girl, that's another episode that I gotta talk about, that are just not what is working for me. Like it wasn't speaking to me, but I think 2019 taught me how to be alone with my feelings and to allow myself to have those feelings and to realize that you can feel what you feel, but you cannot blame the world for them, for this issue. You cannot blame The universe, you can't blame anyone. This is just something that happened and there was no control over it. And I think that's where most of my struggle came from because I wanted to control it. But the universe said, no, no, no. And God said, no, no, no. No, you don't have control over this. But what you do have control of is yourself. And My three A's help me establish that. So the first A is accepting. I struggle so hard with accepting things. Like, girl, you could tell me that the sky is blue and I would be like, no, 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 no. I'll tell you no for like the hundredth time. But then when um, life hits me, Reality hits me. That's when I'm like, okay, the sky is blue. You won. But I'm still like struggling with that whole, that tidbit about it. Like, why is it blue? Like, and why is it causing me to feel the way that I feel? So, like, when my mom died, I blamed myself. I was super angry. I was lashing out. I was. Blaming, like, really, really hardcore blaming myself and blame myself for all the other things that are going on. And I do admit that I do have some blame, not in my mom's death, but in the decisions that I decided to make. And I feel like um, that was simply because I was so, like, I just was struggling to navigate myself because I realized that I lost the one person that reassured me of who I was, what I bring to the table, and why it's important to preserve myself. And um, that's when I realized um, that I'm at the point where I have to do all those things for myself. And when my mom died, I was turning 17. And when you're at that age where... You really, 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 really need your parent. And now you have to become that voice that you always hear all the time. Because if my mom would reassure me, I'd be like, girl, you tell me this every single day of my life. Like, I know this. But it was her way of teaching me a powerful lesson about reassuring yourself and knowing that you're going to have those moments in your life where you're going to have to be that person for yourself. Because when a year ago, two years ago, I did not know who I was. I was so confused. I was like, you know, like my mom told me I was this Jai and now I'm not this Jai because that Jai has something that this Jai doesn't have and has to deal with. So Now, does the stuff that I know about that Jai apply to this newer Jai? And then that's when I realized that death, when someone dies, or death in general, and whoever is closely impacted by it has a moment of rebirth. And I feel like the past three years have been my rebirth because Yes, do I still have the same attributes and some of the same beliefs and the values that, that Jai had when her mom was helping her navigate the world? But I also now have new ones that take in some of that, but also put a twist on it because now I have my own spin on it. And I think that's what's really powerful about um this whole grief and pain experience is that I was able to be rebirthed. And I do think, I do hardly believe that life does rebirth you a couple of times. And those moments become very humbling. They become very loving. They become very challenging. But the outcome of all of that is so beautiful. And you look at yourself and you just have this footing that you desired into all the aspects of your life that you couldn't control, but now you have some type of control. And accepting for me was that. Like I accepted that my mom had to die, I had to be rebirthed, and I had to deal with the pain that comes with that. And I had to accept that she was no longer coming back. And I had to accept that I had to be my own advocate. I had to be the own, my own reassurance. And I had to believe in myself. And that's where accepting comes from. Now, my other A is acknowledging. So when I t- say acknowledging, you have to acknowledge All the factors that come about, so that comes about. So, like, with my mom dying, I had to acknowledge all the possibilities and the factors and why I may have experienced this, why I may have to experience, why I have to experience that, and why it's important and intricate with this rebirth. And um, there were certain obstacles I had to face, like my first relationship or my first, like, disappointment or my first C in a class or my first D. Like, I had to, like, go through a couple of these bumps in the roads and having to let people go in all these other forms of things that I just didn't want to at first accept or even acknowledge because I'm so stuck on, no, I'm the jive from three years ago, so this doesn't happen. But once I accepted that this is what it is right now, I have to acknowledge these issues and figure out how will I go forward and go through them, process them, but also allow myself to feel all the emotions of them Because this is what it is right now. Because I've accepted, and now I need to acknowledge. And my last A is apologize. Now, I ain't even gonna hold y'all. I was a hot-ass mess (laughs) when my mom had passed. She was very, she was my best friend. She was like very hands-on as a parent, so... When she died, I blamed myself. I beat myself up every single night. And it was just brutal. Like the pain that I was putting myself through. And because I was so much in my head, internalizing, and angry, and frustrated, and like just upset because everything that's going on is just. It's just so much, and I have to accept it at this point in time. I have to acknowledge all these issues, and once all of I've done all of that, and I took it in, I felt every single emotion, because two thousand nineteen was my healing year, and at that point in time, I have done the first two A's. I accepted. I acknowledge, and I felt everything. I had to apologize. There were some people I had to say, I'm sorry for treating you the way, you know, I was treating you because I was not treating myself good. And I realized that I wasn't treating myself good because I let things sit I never accepted them. I never acknowledged them. And now it's three years in and I'm just now doing this. So that's pretty much why I never really liked this whole idea that, um, especially with grieving and grieving books and counselors and therapists, all the stuff that they say, they're always like, oh my God, like... You know you're gonna go through all these moments, and then once you go over them, things are gonna be fine. Like, and they tell you you're gonna do it right after. You know that person dies. It took me three years to get there, and um, I had to apologize. I even I apologized to myself because I felt like that was the most important. I apologized for myself through these things and realizing that we came through this storm, but during this storm, you know. I didn't treat my body right. I didn't treat my mental, you know, my mental right. I didn't put myself in situ, I put myself in situations that I shouldn't have put myself in. And I recognized that I also hurt people along the way. But that's something I wish people understood with healing and grief is that you're going to hurt people along the way you're going to be damn right nasty because you are just not in the space to really fully understand the capacity of everything that is going on like it take it took me to accept things 3 years after the passing of my mom to acknowledge that everything that went on was because of the event of my mom passing And then I had to apologize because there's some people that I allowed to have access to me that shouldn't have. And people who were supporting me told me I shouldn't. And I just told them to shut the hell up. So it is important, I think, in our lives and in our journeys to be able to Go through those three A's, go through those moments, apologize, accept, acknowledge, you know, feel those moments, and then come out of it strong. Now, I hope that helps someone out there. It's not perfect, and I'm damn sure not no expert, but this is what I've gone through, and this is what has helped me come out victorious a little, Because now here I am talking in a way that is positive and not negative about the situation that I'm in. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's where I allowed myself to be rebirthed. I allowed this new jive to evolve. However, it may not be perfect, but this is what comes out of it. And I think that's the pleasure in all of it. Um I think this topic was just as deep as the topic that I was thinking of doing. But it's just something I want everyone to go back and think about, um, how they deal with things and you know how they feel about it. Cause I feel like so many people give us textbook ways of doing it and you have to do it in a time period and you you gotta feel things like and come, compartmentalize them and you know, put them in a certain box and it's just like, no, I'm not like I'm not doing that. You know, I'm going to take this day by day and just go through all these different areas in your life and emotions and see where it comes out of. Um and this is what I what I want this podcast to be and it's okay if You don't want to listen to this or you think it's boring. But for me, this is going to be my outlet and my way of sharing what I went through for someone else to understand. And hopefully there's someone else that can relate to that. You know, it's real. Like we all experience it. Death is unexpected and definitely inevitable. And there's no right way to feel or deal with that pain. And even any pain in life, like, these three steps are not just something for, like, conquering or dealing with pain and grief, but just in general. And I think that's really cool that I was able, in a lot of my darkest moments, to come out and learn something from it. And that's, like, the whole point of a new year. You know how people post that, girl... What's that old girl with the knapsack on her back? And she walking up them damn blocks. And she like, I'm leaving this, this, and that. In 2019, I'm throwing out the trash. And that's what I did. Like, I pretty much threw out the trash. I moved on. I let go. Because this is a new decade. And let me tell you, in this decade, I'm not living like the last. I'm getting myself together. Even though in the last, I was a child. And we all know. Childhoods are problematic, but I'm not going to continue to harbor on that because I found a way to conquer, conquer any of those feelings. So welcome to 2020 and welcome to my podcast. Um, so if you're interested and you want to see more or not see more. Actually, it's not YouTube. If you want to hear more or, you know, you want to follow me, I'll put in the description on the episode where you can follow me, catch up with me. I really don't post on social media, but Twitter, because, y'all, Twitter is where the memes are. That Twitter is where the funny videos are. Only time I'm on Instagram is if I'm, like, being nosy and want to catch up with a little bit of the celebrity gossip, even though... Some of those stories be fake as hell. But um for the most part I hope someone was able to take something away from this and I guess that's it for today guys.